push through and punch through a vision with passion, a vision with passion. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Purpose by Design podcast and broadcast. I'm Pamela Hinkle, and I am so excited to introduce to you today and welcome our guest because he is a powerhouse. I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about him because there's so much to say I would take up the whole time. And I want him to be able to share his story, but I will tell you his name. His name is Barry Overton, and I was connected to him through the Power Voice system, which has the helm of it, the legendary Les Brown and John Tallarico from Thinking Into Results, Bob Proctor program, a fabulous coach. So between these two uh, wonderful leaders, I was led to this amazing leader named Barry, and I am going to let him tell you all about himself. So Barry, take it away. Tell us all about you. Well, thank you so much, Pamela, and it's an honor to be here. And I love that question because people will ask me, you know, tell me about yourself or who are you? And I like to respond by saying, I am Superman. And they usually think, probably think to themselves, okay, this guy is either crazy or he's full of himself. <laughs> but really, it goes back to when I was four years old and I that's that's what I dreamed about. And I'm so big about dreams. And I'll share with you why, as I tell you a little bit more about me. But as a kid, I wanted to be Superman, not the one on TV or in the movies, the real Superman, because I wanted to help people. I wanted to serve people. I wanted to be someone that brought value into the lives of others. And as I grew up, I the, the dream changed. I, I wanted to be a football player. And then I wanted to be a police officer. And I actually became a police officer for 26 years. While doing that, I was also a real estate agent. I spent 20, right now 20 years in real estate. And I've been an entrepreneur about 25 years now and recently just became an author and a speaker. And the reason that I, I went into that area of being an author and speaking is because I there was a message that was on my heart from God that I had to share with others about being able to live in the greatness that we all have inside of us. And so that kind of takes me back to a quote that Steve Jobs once said, and he said that you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards, but you must trust that the dots will connect in the future. So when I look back when I was four years old and I said I wanted to be Superman so I could serve and I could protect others and I could be of service to others, that is literally what my life has been as I go back and connect the dots. And even as an author and a speaker now, the whole purpose of that is to inspire and impact other people's lives and to be of service to them. So in a nutshell, that's that's who Barry is. He's Superman. <laughs> We're with Superman today, y'all. I love it. You know, I just, you said Superman, and I thought of this. I just heard in an exercise class a couple of days ago that if you hold, any person holds the Superman pose, so if you can't see us right now, um, I'm holding the Superman pose, sitting up straight or standing up, the hands on the hips, you know, looking out into the future, pretending your cape is blowing in the wind, holding that pose 
for two minutes will increase your self-worth and self-esteem in that moment or if you're going through something difficult. Doing that will literally get you into the headspace, psych you up to be able to charge ahead. So all I could picture was you with all of these things that are going on in your life from the from the real estate, from the speaking and your book and all of these different things. And you just standing there in that Superman pose, getting ready to go out and conquer the world. <laughs> you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that because as we were talking before we started recording, my wife is a sales coach and she teaches that very pose. She talks about doing that prior to, you know, if someone is presenting, if they're presenting on Zoom or if they're presenting live, to do that very same thing, hold that pose prior to going out on stage. And it gives you that that sense. And you'll find yourself almost in that that same position when you're on the stage. And, and speaking of my wife, I forgot to mention. So I my my kryptonite for my Superman <laughs> is pizza, sweets, and my wife. Those are the things that make me weak in the knees. Oh, that's that, that's a good group, especially yeah. with wife. Especially yeah. wife. Yeah. That's a good one. And that's a good kryptonite, right? Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And pizza. Yeah, I get it. I'm the same there with you. Well, greatness ignited is kind of your theme right now. Like, I'm sure it's been your theme for a long time, but it really seems to have surged forward that in this season for you, it's all about greatness ignited. Can you tell yeah. us what that means to you? where how it came into creation because it's a powerful combination yeah so the book itself is ignite your greatness and the podcast that i created is greatness ignited because we're talking to people that have found that greatness in them and they've lit the match and, or the torch and it's ignited now but i'll go back to the ignite your greatness because see it started for me right around 2008 I read my very first personal development book and it was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I have since read that book six times. And it was after the fifth time that I didn't just read it, I started applying these principles in my life. And along the way, there was your, your the Tony Robbins, the Eric Thomas, the Les Browns that were also feeding me the, the personal growth. And the one, that really stuck with me, the words that stuck with me were there's greatness in you. And it was probably right around 2010 that I started to ask myself, is there greatness in me? What is the greatness in me? What are my gifts and talents? And it took me kind of on this for the past seven years of a journey of really studying and understanding greatness. And in my book, I created a theory around greatness. Uh, I mentioned I was a police officer for 26 years, 17 years I spent as a narcotics detective. So I was used to going into court and having to prove my case. I had to put an ironclad case together yeah. to be able to get a, a conviction. And so I, I approached the book the same way, just in regards to, okay, if I'm going to share this theory with the world, I am going to give you an ironclad case that you cannot, uh, you know, refute the, the information that I say. And after I share it, you give a, a guilty verdict. You can, you have a conviction about you in regards to believing in your own greatness. That is powerful. 
So that's how that started for you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and with that background, dealing with narcotics as a detective, that really created in you, I, I want to say like a gold digger or mining. You were going to mine yeah. for the answers. So this reading, and we're going to talk about your book. In fact, I want you to share about that and talk to us about it in detail. But reading your book is not going to be a light read. This is going to be a read that is going to be life-changing because you're going to present to the reader all of the, everything, all they need to be able to say, am I great or not? And of yeah. course, everybody, I say this in, seriously, but being funny at the same time, you are hearing this from Superman himself. <laughs> so you want to listen. <laughs> but yeah, tell us about your book, because I have just ordered it. And I haven't even read it yet. I'm so sorry. I'm starting it, though. But I'm excited about your book. And I want to hear all about it. I want the listeners to hear about it. And then we will have it in the description. But please also feel free to tell us how we can reach out to you and get the book. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I broke the book up into three parts. The first part is proving that theory. And I'll go through a little bit of that here in just a second. The second part is now once you believe in your greatness, obviously you need to have the tools to really be able to tap into that greatness and ignite it. So I give you the tools and, and I'll just kind of briefly go over those. Yeah. It really comes down to belief planning and execution. So we have chapters of the, the, the middle chapters that go through really solidifying your belief in your own greatness. And, and that's a, a, a big, that's probably one of the biggest challenges that sure. most people have is just believing that they do have this greatness inside of them. And then the planning aspect of it, of really, once you know what it is and you're able to tap into it, creating the plan that, that, puts you on a track for success. And then the other big step is execution. It's really putting it into action. Action is once you, you can put that first step forward and you put the second step forward yeah. and you create momentum, it becomes easy. But the hardest, the hardest step is that first step. So uh, we, we go through that. And then the third part of the book is actually what I call evidence of greatness. And it's four people that I interviewed that are, I would say, you know, we talk about Superman. I would say these are mild mannered people from a sense that they, they don't have notoriety on a global stage or a national stage, so to speak, but in their neighborhoods, in their, the, the cities or states that they live in, they're very, you know, well known. Anyone that knows them closely respects them. One of them is a multimillionaire. He's actually the owner of the real estate firm where I work at. And I call him the Steve Jobs of real estate because he's just a brilliant guy. But outside of Colorado, not many people really know who he is. Another one, she is, um, she, I call her Captain Greatness. She's a captain in the U.S. Army. She was also the Miss and Mrs. Colorado uh, for the, the last two years. Um, and, and she's a part of the, the space program right now. So wow. it's doing phenomenal things. And when you hear her story of growing up in poverty and 
with a mother that was ill, you know, from the, the times that she was a, a child, you know, you, you just hear a story that many people can relate to, but then you see that, I mean, this Captain Greatness, as I call her, yeah. she is, uh, she's an Ironman competitor. I mean, she's just a phenomenal person. And then one of the other people, um, her name is Danielle Schutz. She was at 16 years old, she was pregnant with her first child. At 30 years old, 14 years later, she was the vice president of business operations for Comcast. Wow. Yeah, just a phenomenal story. And that's truly, you know, greatness. And when you can see that, again, life did not necessarily start perfect for, for many of these people, just like us. But again, they were able to, to find their greatness and just hone those skills. Um, so that's the, the evidence of greatness. And I'll go back to the front. So I'm going to just kind of show the cover for those yes, that are able to view this. And yeah. a lot of times people will ask me about the light uh, coming from my chest. And I, I share with them that we all have that light inside of us. That, that light is a part of our spirit. That light is our greatness. And I even kind of, part of my theory, again, is that greatness lives in the center of our chest. It's that thing that, okay, so we have our heart, obviously, and the heart sits in the, the pericardial uh, cavity. Well, this cavity has space in it, and doctors or biologists would tell you, well, that's so the heart can contract back and forth when it beats. But my theory says that greatness lies in that cavity. And the reason being, because see, the heart is the driving force to the body. And many of us think, well, our mind, it's about mindset is, is what drives us to do the things that we do in life. And to a certain degree, it is. But if you take a car, for instance, a car has a computer to it. So when you turn the turn signal to go left, the, the turn signal light will go on based off of the computer. You turn in the wheel to go right, the, the car will turn to the right based off of the computer. But without the battery to the car, the computer does not work. The turn signals do not come on. The car does not come on. And the heart is the battery for our, our bodies. And it is the driving force. It is, you know, we talk a lot about athletes, you know, you see a boxer that gets off the canvas, and looks like he's going to lose the fight, and he comes back and wins it by knockout. They describe him by saying, man, that guy has heart. Right. Um, now we all have a heart, but it's only for the, the, the special people that do special things that we say, that person, that man, that woman has heart. Well, again, that's because that greatness is right there next to the heart. And I believe, you know, in my book, I talk about the leg bones connected to the knee bone. Yeah. But I, and I use the example and I say, well, the spirit is connected to your greatness and your greatness is connected to your heart. Your heart is connected to your mindset. So they all come together. But and and I while again, the human anatomy is amazing and the fact that we as humans can reproduce the way that that we're able to do i i don't give us credit for the spirit that we have inside of us i think god has some work that's being done right. 
here as well. So while we can we can reproduce and we can make a child, it is God that touches each one of us and places that spirit inside of us where once again that that greatness lies. And a lot of times, you know, the again the the dispute that I get in regards to well you say greatness is in the center of our chest. Well, it doesn't show up on an x-ray, it doesn't show up on an MRI, it doesn't show up on a CAT scan. And I said, you know, you're right, but we all agree that we, we've said, man, this person has an amazing spirit or this, this person is my soulmate. So we all agree that we all have a spirit and a soul. Yeah. Try finding that on an MRI. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, you know, in a nutshell, that's really a, a big piece of in regards to where greatness lies and and the fact that we all have it inside of us and it while it doesn't show up you know black and white so to speak for us it shows up in actions it shows up in the actions of others and and in in our own actions you know i was going to ask you that same question barry about the light coming out of your core or your heart there so i'm so glad that you said that yeah. And I love how you addressed it. You know, as a minister, as a pastor, I have said always uh, quoted the scriptures that have said that the hidden man of the heart is the real man, the mm. hidden man of the heart, and that we trust our inner man and that we are renewed day by day from the inner man out. And that anything that comes from God has has to be great. Yeah. So if God is great, and he has graced us by giving us a great spirit, which is who we are. Look, the, who is looking out your eyes at me, and I'm looking out my eyes at you, and whoever listening, you're looking out your eyes. What? It, who is looking out your eyes? It's not your body. Mm-hmm. It is who you really are on the inside of who you yeah. are. And if we receive that, which I agree with you, comes from our creator, we get that from God, and he doesn't do anything halfway, he does everything great, then who we are at the core of who we are, the inner man of the heart is great. And that heaven has great plans for us. And I think if we can get our our mind around that, get it, get out of that stinking thinking and just say, okay, I'm gonna take what Barry is saying here to heart, to greatness and just i'm gonna even just pretend that it's true mm-hmm. for for a little bit of time show me that it's true god show me it's true heaven show me that i have greatness in me because he's great and because he has great plans for us he's going to show you even through your book he will show you and i love that and i wrote down here heart equals greatness and that is so true, isn't it? We, when something amazing happens, we, or even if it's not amazing, we don't, we, we always grab our heart, right? Oh, thank you. And you grab your heart. Oh, you know, oh, you remembered my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. When we were talking before, well, before the program here, you were saying things that I found myself going, oh, that's so awesome. See, yeah. awesomeness is always connected back to that core of who we are. Yeah. And if we can, connect to that then getting into plans and execution that follow-through is going to be easier because we're already going to be convinced of the greatness in us and for those of us that don't like to think about ourselves as being great 
I always say, well, then can you think about God being great in you? Or can you be great for your kids or your grandkids, right? So you find that connecting point and you launch from there. And you, though, talked about execution. Can I ask you a question about that? Yes. There are lots of books out there about being great. There's lots of books out there about purpose by design. There's lots of self-help, grow, scale, all of that. Lots of online programs. I, I, I've, I've bought a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> But not many take time to really talk about execution. They can be great cheerleaders, get you all psyched up and ready to go. And then it's sort of like you get dropped off the edge, Barry, and you don't know how to grow your wings on the way down. You don't know how to spread them. You don't know what to do. You mentioned that you pay considerable time to execution. And I think that's a missing piece in a lot of self-help areas. So could you spend a little time and just kind of widen the lens for us on what that means in your book? Yeah, you know, and it goes back to, once again, the heart. And one of the parts when I'm going through the planning, so I, I talked about belief, planning, and execution. Yes. When I go through the planning component of it, I am, I'm talking in regard, so I, I talk about GPS and GPS in a car, we're all very familiar with it. It gets us from the current destination or current location that we're in to a specific destination that we want to go. Well, that's what the GPS that I'm talking about also does, but it's in regards to reaching our goals. Mm -hmm. So the GPS, when I break it down is goals plan system and just of G, the goal, what I do is I say, okay, I'll ask someone when I was in network marketing and I was building teams, I would always sit down with a new team member and I would ask them what was their goal in the business. And usually it was tied to a certain dollar amount that they wanted to be able to make. So I said, I would always ask, okay, in a year's time, how much would you like to see yourself making? They would give me that dollar amount. And then I would ask them the next question I would ask them is, okay, a year, let's say a year has passed, you're making that dollar amount. Let me ask you this, you know, what would you do with the money that, that you're making? And, you know, it, it can go from anything from pay off debt, uh, put money away from my kids, college fund, take a vacation, buy a new car, buy a new house. Uh, so many different things. And so, and I say, okay, and we're writing all of these things down. And then I take it to the next step and I would ask them, okay, so now you've been able to, to put money away for college, pay off some debt, buy a new house. Who does this affect in your life? And you say, well, obviously it affects me. It affects my wife. It affects my kids. It may affect their parents in some form or fashion. And so we have all the list of all these people that it affects. And then I asked them, I say, what, so I've written everything down as well. And I'll ask them, I say, okay, do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes and just listen to, to uh, what I'm, I'm sharing with you. Okay. So, and I go through what, everything that we just talked about. I said, so we've been working together for a year to get you to the goal of the dollar amount that you said. And we were able to pay off debt and, and put money away for not just one of your kids, but all three of your kids. 
we were able to uh, get, you know, create a, a trip to Cancun or, you know, I'll find out where they want to go. And it's all inclusive and you're going to be able to uh, be on the beach and you get to see your kids playing in the sand and, and playing in the water on the beach. And, and uh, you get to see your wife, you know, holding your hand and just smiling and saying thank you, you know, for all the work that you put in this year. You get to bring your parents and your siblings on this trip uh, with you, uh, you know, to, to be a part of this as well. And then I ask them the question, give me the adjectives of how this makes you feel. Wow. You know, you get joy, elation, you know, stress-free because they don't have the, the bills that they once had and all these different adjectives of what they're feeling. And usually you can hear it in their voice. They are in that moment. And so what you've done or what I've done in that situation is I've taken them from a dollar amount that is, is just a dollar amount mm -hmm. to an emotion that's inside of them. And, and that emotion is what drives motion and emotion is the action. So I tell people once, once we've gone through that process, and this is what worked for me, is you have, don't never attach yourself to that dollar amount. From, I, I tell them, okay, we talked about the dollar amount. This is what you wanna make, but you have to attach to the emotion that you just felt. Because the thing about it is when we, as humans, when we experience happiness, when we experience joy, we want to recapture that feeling. And, and so again, if, when I can take them through that visually, they want to literally have that feeling a year later when, when it's all really happened. And, and for me that, you know, they, they say two things move people, pain or pleasure, the pain of, of losing, you know, if you, uh, we're in jeopardy of losing your house and losing your car, that's going to drive you, you know, but there's also that, that pleasure that if you have in your mind, okay, this is the thing that, that I want to be able to have an experience and you've connected it to emotion, an emotion, it will drive you towards it. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You take a goal and you make it tangible. Yeah. You make it tangible, you make it real. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down in the moment because I'm very much a person that practices mindfulness and being in the moment, you know, not being stuck in my phone or stuck in worrying or whatever, but being in the moment. Goals becoming tangible, putting you in the moment, creating that emotion that then, as you said, drives the momentum, the Emotion drives motion. And so you are going to show people how to do this in your book. Yes, absolutely. Very, very awesome. Goals becoming tangible and connecting to them. As you were saying all that, I could picture it, Barry. I could picture my kids playing in the sand. You know, you can just see it. And then you said, bringing along your parents, bringing along your family. And I'm thinking, yeah, I would have all my kids there. Uh, two of them, one's married, one's engaged, their spouses would be there. Yep, I, and it would give me such joy to be able to say, we're all going and you guys don't have to pay a dime. And now I'm excited to sit down and say, okay, now Barry, this is what I wanna do in a year, taking them all on a cruise if cruises are happening. Now <laughs> I'm excited to put that plan into motion. 
right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> All from Superman in his book. I <laughs> love it. Okay, uh, greatness ignited. Mm -hmm. You have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Which I love. I am so excited about it. I told you how much I loved your intro and outro and how cool that was. But you just have a great voice. And you're fun to listen to. You're exciting. But Les Brown was just on your podcast. Yeah, that was so exciting because, <laughs> yeah. like I mentioned before, the very first book that I read was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill passed away in 1970. I was born in 1968. And I have, you know, I've read Outwitting the Devil. I've read, you know, anything I could get on Napoleon Hill's life. So he was really just, you know, you have these mentors that you never get to meet, but they, they have such an influence on you. And Muhammad Ali was one of those people as a kid that I really loved and always wanted to be able to meet. And one of the lessons that I learned in life is not to put off, if, if there's a way that I can meet the people that really I really admire, I wanna do it while they're here. So meeting Les Brown was one of those uh, moments of being able to be in a position of meeting someone that has had a significant impact on my life through YouTube videos and through audios that, that I've been able to listen to and, and books that I've been able to, to read. So it was truly an honor to, to be able to interview him. And I, I made it a point to try and look through uh, past interviews and uh, ask him questions that I always had that I'd never heard anyone else uh, ask him. And it, it was just a great, I mean, I think we spent about 30 minutes and I, I, you can't really tell because my editor done a great job with it, but we actually lost signal for about 15 minutes. My, my Wi-Fi just went completely down. Oh. And, and during uh, that time, you know, I, I finally got it back up and I came back and he was still on, uh, it was a stream yard that we were using. He was still on and uh, we were able to get back and, and go right at it. But yeah, it was definitely, it was truly an, an honor to, to be able to interview him. And you'll never forget it because it was Les Brown and you'll never forget it because you lost internet. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> wow, no, I wouldn't have known that. That was just beautifully edited together, not only audibly, but watching it on YouTube, you, you couldn't tell. So yeah. your team yeah. did a phenomenal job. How did, how did it come together that you were actually able to approach him and say, hey, would you be my guest, my first guest on my podcast? How did that come to be? Well, you mentioned his name uh, a few minutes ago, a gentleman by the name of John Tellerico that we both have the, the pleasure of being his client and being able to approach him about, and honestly, the, the podcast came from John Tellerico. It was uh, being a part of the mastermind group that we're in. He talked about that quite a bit. Several people have started podcasts. I can tell you podcasts were not on my radar. I was really focused on on the book. And then as other people in that in our mastermind group started doing their podcasts, the idea came to me, okay, this could be significant and helpful for the book. And I, I wanted to approach it in a little bit different way where 
I was able to reach out to people that, once again, that we we hold at a high regard and, and you can say, yeah, that's greatness. But I'm also going to have people on there like uh, uh, Captain Greatness, Angie DiMattia. She's going to be on there as well. So I'm going to incorporate some people that uh, folks, you know, we know from their celebrity status. But then I'm going to... Um, also add that everyday greatness that we don't necessarily know their story, but I, I get the opportunity to bring them onto the show and share their story. Well, your podcast, the ones that I have been able to partake in and enjoy, you've done a really good job of your own expressing and teaching. And then you've also done wonderful with interviewing. So are you going to be doing both or is it going to be just focused on interviewing? Uh, it's going to be mainly interviewing. I think everyone that I bring on, what's important to me is that we can just have a conversation in regards to greatness in, in itself and really them sharing their story of the, the greatness in them and, and being able to inspire and touch other people. One of the my favorite things that I've experienced with it is a question that I, I ask. And even with Mr. Brown, I could tell that it was it was a little awkward for him to ask it or answer it. But when I ask people that are very successful, the question of when did you recognize the greatness in you? Yes. They're taken back by that. And what I kind of learned, and these are very successful people. So what I learned is that we tend as just as human beings and 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 having humility, we tend to shun away from the thoughts of having greatness but we can look at other individuals and say man that guy has greatness in him so it's very easy for us to identify it in others but it's hard for us to kind of embrace it in ourselves so i'm really kind of having fun learning more about that just in the the way we we think as humans and i do remember you asking him that question on your broadcast and he was taken back by it a little bit. In fact, I think he even said something about not having to answer that question before. Yeah. Which yeah. goes back to you saying you were looking through older interviews and whatnot and finding new questions that maybe had not been already yeah. asked to him. Uh -huh. And I think you're right on there to hear somebody say, whether there's somebody that we are looking up to respecting from a celebrity status or legendary status or someone that is living their everyday life that they really are legendary and they're a celebrity in their own right too it's just not as many people hear about them hearing their stories is only going to encourage and strengthen our own mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i love it well your podcast is going to be a big hit it already is i'm hearing all kinds of people that are watching it and listening to it. And I'm so glad that you've stepped out and, and what with it, why did you take the name that you chose? Was it in relation to your book? Or is this just going back to this theme of your life? You know, it was it was a play on the, the words of the book, you know, because again, ignite your greatness is really the even with that book, it was when you say ignite your greatness, I'm already telling you that you have greatness inside of you. You yeah. just need to light the fire. Yeah. And then with the podcast, Greatness Ignited, this is again, stories and, and uh, interviews with people that have 
ignited their greatness. So, and once again, like I said, we'll have people from all walks of life that are going to be on there. And I know that they're going to be able to relate to, yeah. to the, these people. That's really good. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners before we sign off today? Anything else you'd like to say, share? <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, one of the, the big questions that I've often asked and I've often been asked is, what is greatness? And, you know, you talk about greatness and you study greatness. What is greatness? And so my definition of it really came from the, the definition that Kobe Bryant gave to it. And what's interesting about uh, Kobe Bryant is after his death, January 26th of, of 2020, I started studying Kobe Bryant and the thing about it, I, you know, I'm somewhat of a basketball fan and I liked Kobe. I thought he was great at, at basketball, but I have become such a huge fan of Kobe Bryant, the man after basketball, yeah. because uh, he has so many motivational videos out there and I, I was totally unaware of it. But in the interview, he was asked, someone asked him, what is greatness? And he said, greatness is simply your ability to inspire the next person. And then they are able to inspire the next person and they're able to inspire the next person. And he said, it's not something that lives and dies with one individual. It's our ability to continue it on. And what I would add to that is it's finding your gifts and talents because that's what he did. His gifts and talents were not even basketball, it was his tenacity, it was his perseverance that uh, he used it on the basketball court. But when you understand that he, a year after retiring from basketball, he won an Academy Award for an animated film. That's because of the gifts and talents of the tenacity and the perseverance, nothing to do with basketball. That was just the results of the, the tenacity and, and the perseverance. So that's what, you know, and like I said, for me, my greatness is that service to others because that's the thing that gives me the most passion and purpose and fulfillment in life is to whether it was serving, protecting and serving as a police officer, uh, serving for my country in a war, or serving by getting in, on, on a stage and sp spreading this message of greatness uh, to others. So that is truly, uh, you know, where my greatness lies. It's not my ability to speak. It's not my ability to, to shoot a gun or to write a contract in real estate. It's the service. It's the passion, the, the purpose of why I'm here. I have a picture in my heart of, you know, like the fire baton that uh, the runners will run with and they'll pass them on at the Olympics. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the cover of your book and that flame, that fire coming out of your, out of your chest, out of your heart. Uh -huh. And this statement that greatness is passed on, like we have, this is, this is a reason to be great. If you can't find anything else, folks, hang on to this and get the book and read it and come to the podcast and all of this. But listen, greatness was passed on to you first by the creator, but there's other people that of God has sent to you that have taken their fire and lit yours. And now we can't be selfish with that. We need to take our fire and light others everywhere we go. And it is passed on. And today I feel 
like I have had greatness from you, Barry, passed on to me. And I'm sure everybody listening does as well. This has been amazing. And my wins that I'm taking away today is that our heart is the seed of greatness. And using the God-given GPS that we have inside of us, and that with the greatness that has been passed on to me, I need to pass it on. And that literally it just radiates out of the center, the depths of who we are. It comes out of who we really are. And it is meant to shine and it's meant to just flood the world with illumination and encouragement so that everybody here can have their greatness ignited. It's already there. Like you said, it's just that match to strike it up and then to blow those bellows on it, that it will grow bigger and bigger, which is what you're doing in the book. And it's what you're doing with the podcast. And yeah, uh, sounding redundant here again, but greatness being passed on, definitely feel that today. Thank you so much for sharing all that. How, how do our listeners, this community, how do they find you, Barry? Because they're going to want to. So the podcast, again, is Greatness Ignited. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I think it's on iHeart as well. And then my YouTube channel, we also post the podcast so you can actually see the video version of it. And you just go to Barry Overton. I keep it simple on my social media. It's just my name, Barry L. Overton on Facebook and Barry Overton on YouTube as well as LinkedIn and also Instagram. That is simple enough. <laughs> oh, and the other takeaway, Superman. How can I forget Superman and standing there at our Superman pose? Oh, I yeah. hope that you all will take that because it wasn't just me saying that his wife actually teaches on that as well. And then of course, remembering that uh, ever since you were little, that's all you wanted to become. And that is absolutely who you are. And everybody here, you are Superman, you are Wonder Woman, and you can do all things. All things are possible to you through God who strengthens you if you believe it. And that is the little, that's the point right there. That's the tipping point. If you believe it, and there's no reason why you shouldn't, because it has come from heaven to you and it's been passed on to you from legendary people people may be in your family. It has been passed on and we're here now, Barry, for such a time as this to do a work in this season when the world needs it most. Isn't that, isn't that inspiring? Yes, it is. I am so inspired. I'm so fired up. Thank you, Barry, for being here today. We really appreciate you. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yes, and as Les says, a plum pleasing pleasure, right? And also a privilege. <laughs> and also a privilege. I love it. Thank you listeners for tuning in today and always. Please continue, as I always say, be the salt and the light everywhere you go. Blessings. <laughs>